In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about if you need a website as a YouTuber. We're talking about the advantages, the disadvantages, and really just some things to think about really when it comes to having a website because it can be a major asset for you. So grab your cup, tumbler, mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time joining, I do want to let you know that the comments that you hear answered on this show are pulled from the comment section of my YouTube channel or from the submission form on the commentsovercoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, head over to commentsovercoffee.com, put your question in the form there. And as long as it's not something that I've answered here before, I will go ahead and get it in the queue. I also want to let you know that I created a website for YouTube content creators, really content creators in general, where I curate all the best tools for content creators to use. Now, I've used a ton of stuff throughout all of my content creation, and a lot of it sucks. So basically, all the tools on that page are things that are used by me, things that I've tested, things that I use on a regular basis or recommend when people ask me what they should use. You can find all of that over at bestcreatortools.com and make sure that you head over there before you check out anything or before you decide to use everything because I already went through that process of using stuff that sucks so that you don't have to. But again, that is at bestcreatortools.com. Now, our question today comes from Steve with two E's, S-T-E-V. So thanks for your question there, Steve. Says, I was curious as to if it's a good idea to have a website at the start of creating videos on YouTube. I've heard that for a variety of reasons, it's good. And I've heard just the opposite as well. I have a gaming channel for Let's Plays, but when I start to make tutorials and how-tos, I can see how a website could be beneficial. Thanks, man. Love the show. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate the comment. And I'm sure that people are going to get a lot of value out of this particular episode because of your question. So thank you. Now, when it comes to having a website, a lot of people that are uploading YouTube videos will think of it as I'm a YouTuber. Do I need a website as a YouTuber? Now, of course, you don't need to have a website. Um, and having a website does create additional amounts of work. You know, if you do need to update it and things like that on a regular basis. So it adds to the things that you have to do. Now, with that said, I do think that it can be extremely valuable for YouTubers to have websites. Let me explain. So when it comes to having a website, of course, you can set a website up to where it's just, you know, hey, this is my YouTube channel. This is what I'm about. And the advantage of that is when you do get to the point where you're working with brands and, and all of that, then that does give you that opportunity to where, you know, you can kind of showcase your best work there. You can explain why it is that you do what you do. You can even put a press kit there that they can download if you choose to. So right out of the gate, anybody that's wanting to work with you, they would click that link in your description that goes to your website. On that website, you just have additional information that they would be able to find about you. Now that would be kind of like level one, right? Of, of what you would use a website for as a YouTuber, just kind of updating it with your videos, using it with like a press kit, things like that, and let people know a little bit about you through your about me page. Now, if we want to level that up again, another thing that you can do as a content creator, and of course, this is going to be dependent on exactly the type of content that you make. It's different for everybody, but basically one of the things that you can also use it for is if you use something like Wix.com or I think Squarespace, Squarespace is the other one that does uh websites as well. But if you use one of those, then um, they do come with, you know, a lot of limitations and things like that, but they're easy. 
So they're easy to put together. It doesn't take tons of work to, to get a website up and running. Um, now to level that up, you can use something like wordpress.com and then you have your own hosting that you would use through like godaddy.com, for example. There's a bunch of options for, for uh, the hosting, but you would get a domain name through something like uh, godaddy.com, namecheap.com, directnick.com, domains.com, something like that. And then you would get hosting through GoDaddy or through another service like Bluehost or anywhere else that offers hosting. Um, but you'd try to go for something, you know, low cost at first. And you can get hosting plans for, I think, around like, you know, five or 10 bucks a month. But basically what you would do once you had the, the domain name and you had the hosting is you would install something called WordPress. Now, WordPress is kind of like a website builder for dummies, so to speak. But it is it does come with a learning curve as well which is a big disadvantage but it allows a lot of functionality that places like wix and scare uh, squarespace do not so for example one of the things that you could do to level things up is you could also add a store to what it is that you're that you're doing on your website or depending on the type of content that you have you could even add a membership area and by doing that, those would be done through plugins, and those plugins would allow you to be able to collect, you know, a monthly subscription from your viewers. So I do this on my tubertools.com website, and you could also use this as your own standalone version of Patreon, for example, to where, you know, again, this comes with a learning curve, and I'm going to talk about some other options here in a minute, but this comes with a learning curve, but if you do have a website, it really opens you up to all of the different things that you can do if you're willing to, you know, watch a bunch of videos on YouTube and figure out how to actually put everything together. It can become really advantageous for you and it puts the ball in your court, which is really important. Now, with that, like I said, because it's a headache and I know a lot of people, you know, don't want to do that, especially when they're trying to go through the learning curve of starting a YouTube channel, right? It's like, hey, I'm trying to learn one thing, leave me alone, <laughs> right? So because of that, um, another uh, thing that is important to think about is, yes, you are a YouTuber. Yes, you upload content to YouTube. However, YouTube is an amazing vehicle to bring people to you, put you in front of people, so to speak, right? So one of the hardest things to do on the internet is to get attention. And what I mean by that is you can build a website today. And of course, you know, if you fill that up with, you know, great content and you optimize everything for search, there's a chance that Google's gonna pick up some of it or maybe all of it, depending on what it is that you're targeting with your search terms and all of that. But that's a whole other skill set within, within its own. With YouTube, you're already there. If you're listening to this, you're already on YouTube, you're already uploading content, you're already going through that process of learning to make great content, you're already making great content that people are already responding to. And because of that, you have this amazing opportunity to spread awareness about anything that you are involved in to your audience. So for example, if we take me, I have my YouTube channel, the entire time that I've had my YouTube channel, I've had an email opt-in in almost every single one of my videos down in the description. And because of that, through this entire time, through all the videos that I uploaded, I've been growing an email list. Now, I'll be honest, I haven't nurtured it in, you know, as much as I should. Um, it's definitely, it hasn't been a priority. It was for a while, but then as you know, my attention started pull, getting pulled elsewhere, it hasn't been the priority it needs to be. And I, that's something that I'm working on right now. <laughs> but the thing that I'm trying to share with you though, is that you know I had that and I use that as, you know, an asset that I was building the entire time that I've been building my YouTube channel. Now, in addition to that, I also have my tubertools.com website that I built that isn't about me, right? That website isn't about me. It's a resource for content creators. Bestcreatortools.com, which I talked about earlier here uh, as like a little sponsor sort of plug for this. That's another resource website that I built to where, you know, I can, I can, 
set that up so that it's a resource site for content creators. Some of the stuff on there doesn't have affiliate links. Some of it does. And when people do click through the affiliate links there, of course, I get a commission on it. So that's a win. Um, and then I also have my padplanet.com website um, where it's like an iPad planner for uh, YouTube content creators. And uh, so what else? Oh, and I have my personal website as well. And I have one for this uh, podcast. So the skill of developing websites for the sake of being able to bring more attention to what it is that I'm doing and have each individual asset in its own place um, has been extremely valuable for me personally. And my YouTube channel has been the vehicle, so to speak, that has helped me bring tons of attention to all of those different things. And my YouTube channel has been the thing that's helped me turn some of those things into individual income sources as well. So having those different websites, even though only one of them is about me, has been extremely advantageous because I thought it through and I'm like, okay, this would be a value to the community. Let me make this. This would be a value to the community. Let me make this and so on. And because of that, I've been able to make a lot of really cool stuff that people you know, enjoy and that they get value from as well. So that's a huge win. My brother's actually on that track right now. He's getting ready to launch something also, uh, which once he does, I'll of course mention it here. But anyway, when it comes to building a website, um, you can use it from the personal level. Like if you wanted to use it, we'll just call it level one to where you have your website by itself on your website. All it is, is your YouTube videos. And then you could level that up to number two, where you also have your YouTube videos, you have a um, about me page, and then you go ahead and you have like a submission form on there where your fans can send you uh, video ideas and things like that. But then you can also add an email opt-in to it for what it is that you were talking about. So in that situation, what you do is you start you create something and you start driving people to that thing that you create. So in terms of like let's plays or any type of gaming content, you can go ahead and start making some PDFs or some side videos of the how to content. And while you're doing your let's plays, cause you already know how to make the content. So while you're doing the let's plays, you can be spreading awareness about the, uh, about the website that you have, where you have some how to content that all they have to do to access it is put in their email. And when they do that also let them know that as part of that deal of them putting in their email that you're going to send them regular updates when you upload videos to your YouTube channel, when there's gaming news and things like that, right? That would be that next level. Now, if we level that up even more, in the gaming world. And of course, look, this doesn't just apply to gamers. This applies if you just replace gaming for crafting or for drywalling or for how to or for marketing or for whatever niche you happen to be in, it still applies in the same way. But the next level up is, okay, so now I have this website where there's stuff about me on there. I have this website where um, people can find out about me, they can contact me or send me video ideas. And they can also, um, you know, get an op or they can also download something from my website as well in exchange for an email address so that I can stay in contact with them. And then I have the advantage of using that newsletter if I wanted to, or that email list as an additional notification when I upload videos. So if you upload videos every day, or a few times a week, or you know, once every other week, or whatever your schedule is, if you wanted to, you could make that part of your upload schedule to where you say, okay, I'm uploading this video. Once this video gets published, I'm going to sit in front of my computer and I'm going to fill out an email letting people know about this email and I'm going to send out an e or this video and I'm going to send out an email blast that's going to drive some of those viewers back in to watch this video just in case they haven't interacted with my content recently or just in case YouTube's notification systems messed up today, which happens sometimes. So because of that, you create this additional asset for yourself that helps bring more attention to your YouTube channel. Anything else that you get involved with, you can send emails out for that to let people know. And you also have this, you know, asset to where you have, you know, all this stuff going on on your on your website. So your website by itself is a big asset. Now, 
the level up part that I just got distracted from is that you can also build additional things into that. So when you start doing your how-to tutorials, let's say part of your how-to tutorials um, in the gaming world, let's say part of that is, you know, beating a specific game. Then if you spend a month talking about one specific game, for example, then in that situation, you could put together a how-to guide that you actually sell. So you have one that's free um, just for, you know, the getting started with the game. And then you have another one that's like, you know, advanced tips and tricks for this particular game it's just a pdf or maybe a series of videos that show people how to get through certain parts of the game quicker if you're really good at the game same exact thing applies for additional types of content that you might make if you're doing crafting that that paid content um that they would be able to download would be something like uh you know uh like let's say you do quilting then you would let let people download quilting patterns. I mentioned this one on a live stream. That's why it came to the top of mind, I guess. But, you know, if you did quilting content, then, you know, having something to where people could download paid quilting patterns from you. Or if you did planning content or organizational content, they could download that kind of stuff. But whatever type of content that you have, again, just apply, just swap the word gaming for, you know, for whatever type of content that you make. But, you know, you would create something on your website and you would build like a small little store there, small little downloads area using something called WooCommerce. And that would allow you to take money in exchange for the things that people download. And then of course you can level that up even more. Let's say the quilting situation again, then in that situation, you could have weekly quilting patterns that you upload or monthly quilting patterns that you upload where people could pay a, you know, $5 a month or $10 a month or $20 a month, whatever you think it's worth. And then they could download, they could become part of your quilting club and then they could download stuff from you uh, every month or every week or whenever you upload it, but in exchange for a fee. So then at that point in time, you kind of become like your own Patreon to where you have full control over everything and you don't have to worry about, sending traffic anywhere else except directly to all of your stuff, which is a win. So when it comes to building a website, it's not just, you know, hey, I'm a YouTuber, should I have a website? It's what am I trying to accomplish with this thing? And instead of thinking yourself as just a YouTuber, think of yourself like as a person of the internet. I'm trying to build this brand. I'm trying to build this um, awareness of me and the things that I'm involved with on the internet while bringing value to the different people, different types of people through the content that I make. If you start thinking of yourself from that perspective, then a lot of these questions will get answered a lot easier for you because then in that case, what you're doing is you're scaling up your approach because you're not just trying to be a YouTuber, you're trying to be someone of influence. And when you start trying to look at yourself as, hey, how do I become someone of influence? Then the approach that you're going to take is a little bit different. You can create these additional assets that will help you spread awareness about all the different things that you get into over time. And they can also help you generate income as well from the different things that you're doing. So Steve, hopefully that was helpful for you. Um, if you haven't yet, I would like to encourage everybody to head over to um, iTunes. If you're on your phone right now, you can just swipe up and you can get directly uh, to it that way. But head over to iTunes and leave a review on this. Let me know your thoughts on you know what you think about the show. It also helps other people know if this is worth listening to or not, or if it sucks. So you know, let me know your opinions over there. Let me know your thoughts. And uh, I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at comment over coffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.